From Georgia Public Broadcasting, this is On Second Thought. I'm Virginia Prescott. Lawsuits over election integrity and legislative decisions about voting machines have been ongoing stories since before the presidential elections in 2016. We get surges and retreats of headlines about both, but it is hard to track. While the Secretary of State has just announced which company it has chosen, that will change the way that you vote next year. Even as a federal judge is weighing a potential change in how you vote, this fall. GBB Politics reporter Stephen Fowler has been following this story from the jump and here to help sort out which updates to pay attention to. Good morning. Good morning. Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger announced yesterday that Dominion Voting Systems will be was chosen rather to replace Georgia's outdated voting system. It's a $106 million cost over 10 years. What do you get for $106 million these days? Well, first, $106 million is believed to be one of the largest, if not the largest, purchase of voting machines in the country. That's because it's replacing the entire voting system in Georgia. $106 million gets you uh, new e-poll books, which is how people check into the polls, new ballot marking devices, which is how you vote, the printers that print out your paper ballot, and the scanners that scan them, among other things. So you looked at procurement documents over all of this. Why did they not choose ESNS, the system that we've been using for some time in Georgia? So ultimately, when it came down to the state procurement process, the final score was determined by the cost. That $106 million over the course of 10 years was $89 million for this next year, and it was much cheaper than the options from ESNS and another vendor, Smartmatic. Uh, Dominion also uh, seemed to be able to get the job done a little earlier. I looked down in some of the scores, and the reviewers, evaluators, uh, said that uh, Dominion scored a little bit higher on a question about uh, showing your plan for how you would roll out these machines to Georgia's 159 counties. So how much was budgeted, by the way? The state, according to HB 316, which was passed earlier this year by the legislature, the state was authorized to spend $150 million on voting machines. Final cost was around $106 million. So you could say they came in a little bit under budget, to be understated. How different is it than the current system? So the current system we use is what's known as a DRE, Direct Recording Electronic Device. It's a touchscreen, but the vote is cast and stored inside the machine. There's no piece of paper. So first, the new difference will be a piece of paper that will print out a QR code and the textual summary of the races you voted in and your selections. That QR code will then be scanned. Uh, you'll take your paper ballot, scan it into the system, and the scanner will read the QR code. It will take a picture of your ballot, basically, and then your paper ballot will go into this little locked box underneath. Now, QR code's like a barcode, correct? Correct. Will you be able to read out when you put that QR code into the machine what your ballot says? There will be text on there, you know, Governor Virginia Prescott. You will be able to read that in your selections on there. The QR code is what's used to actually scan and count your vote in the course of an election. But for recounts and audits, the state and the voting machine vendor says they will use the text summary when determining recounts and audits. Just to clarify, I won't be running this year. (laughs) (laughs) Good to know. So this is not over budget, no apparent political patronage, which was part of the concern. ESNS had a long relationship, uh, so, so the accusations went with Governor Kemp. Paper ballot any opposition from Democrats or voting rights groups. It sounds like all of the boxes are checked. Well,
Well, having a paper ballot component in the election system does go a long way for a lot of people's concerns because these uh, touchscreen machines we use now, there's no paper, there's no really verifiable way to audit. But people still have concerns over ballot marking devices. The QR code we talked about, uh, one of the things that people say is, can you read a QR code or a barcode? Hmm. You cannot. So there's a concern about the votes being read and tabulated accurately. Uh, adding another step in the process, a computer, a touchscreen, you know, adding a step in the process concerns some people of, okay, I thought I pushed this button. Do I trust the machine to print out what I actually voted? That's another concern. Um, but then, you know, there's also concerns that uh, people say that ballot marking devices are more expensive than hand-marked paper ballots, which is what a current lawsuit is trying to seek for this fall. Well, we'll get to that in just one second, but I'm thinking 300-plus municipal elections coming up this fall. Did the Secretary of State's office run through the rollout of the new machines? In the award documents for Dominion, there's a uh, mock plan that they had to submit of how they would roll things out. First and foremost, about six counties will receive uh, these machines to test out in the fall elections. Don't know which six they are. It will depend on once the qualifying happens and there are counties with races where basically there's more than two people on the ballot because if it's uh, they want to test a competitive election. But after that, uh, they're planning to have the entire system in place by the March 24th, 2020 presidential preference primary. So that means training everyone, getting all the machines, getting everything set up. And then the Secretary of State's office says that they're going to be traveling a lot around the state to get voters to interact with the new system from check-in to the end and touch the machines and ask questions and, you know, basically... The next several months will be very busy for them trying to introduce this system to 7 million plus registered voters. Right. So that's a heavy lift. And that's part of a lawsuit that is now been going on for some time. Federal Judge Amy Totenberg deliberating over this suit. This was brought by voting rights advocates and individual voters. Now, last week, the Senate Intelligence Committee put out a report claiming that Russia, Russia targeted elections in all 50 states during the 2016 election. So this revs up concerns about accurate voting. Does does that add a sense of, let's say, legitimacy to the ongoing suit? Well, so Virginia, during the hearing last week, that report was actually brought up. The report came out during the first day of the hearing. So in the second day, it was brought up as evidence. Uh, targeted is not the same as... Uh, you know, attacked or, you know, gained control of or things like that, which is something the state argued. But the plaintiff said, you know, the fact that this is targeted, the fact that all 50 states, these machines are vulnerable, it certainly adds to the heightened question that the judge is currently deliberating about the use of these current machines in the fall for most of those 300 elections. And so that will be the crux of what will be decided, not in January yet, although I'm sure there will be lawsuits filed to challenge these new devices that we'll have. But the the concerns about national security is something that Judge Totenberg has said that is in the front of her mind in deciding these cases. Well, with so much to be decided, especially about hand-marked ballots, paper ballots versus these QR codes, is she talking about when she would rule on demands for handmarked paper ballots? Well, uh, Judge Totenberg likes to review all of the facts, all of the documents. She called herself the fact queen. So I would anticipate at some point this week she would issue her ruling. 
the state uh, announcing a new voting machine vendor and it being a different one than the one that we have now, I'm not sure how that's going to play into her decision. But the biggest thing she told uh, the court and the audience and people that were there at the end of the hearing is that she has to weigh the time and the money and the infrastructure concerns that local election officials shared with the inherent risks of using these touchscreen DRE machines in November. So that's going to be the big battle in her mind as she has to rule on this important case. Stephen, you've been following this story for a long time. We've got a big picture here. The lawsuit going on in Georgia, the Senate Intelligence Report nationally, questions about voting machines since you since 2002 all undermine confidence in the electoral system. So where are we now? Well, the November 2020 elections are over a year from now, and in that time, the Secretary of State's office has a huge task ahead of it, trying to convince the people that didn't vote for Secretary Raffensperger, the people that advocated for handmarked paper ballots, the people who just, you know, are resistant to change. They've got an uphill battle ahead of them trying to convince Georgia voters that this new ballot marking device system is safe and secure and that their votes will count in the upcoming elections. So it's been interesting to watch. I know you put out a call for questions about Georgia's electoral system on social media. What are are people curious about? What are they asking you about? Well, before the announcement of the new vendor, people still have a lot of questions about barcodes and voting. You know, people can see, at least with the touchscreen, they can see their votes and then it disappears on a card. But now we're adding another piece of paper. We're adding another barcode and another layer between who you want to vote for and it going into the system. So the biggest thing that people want to know about and that I'll be exploring is how barcodes and voting work and if that's safe and to be trusted. Stephen Fowler, GPB Politics reporter, thank you so much. Thank you. Pretty much our in-house elections experts covered this election of new voting machines and lawsuits challenging our current ones. You can read all about Dominion and ballot marking devices. He's got it covered on our website, gpbnews.org.